I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The 11 to 1 Show. Loud County Council tackle period poverty. More on this after Queen. It's a kind of magic. Queen, it's a kind of magic on LMFM's 11 to 1. I hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Now, it's a real issue in society at the moment and something that we've chatted about on this show before. But women not being able to afford basic sanitary products every month is shocking to say the least in today's society but things are being done to combat this. Loud County Council is on board. They're very much helping women and girls tackle period poverty. They are making free period products available in a number of public facilities across the county. So they have received funding from the Department of Health for the provision of period products. So uh, they are very much um, in, in chats, I think, as well, and and association with period poverty uh, charities on this. But um, they have been recommended to do this. So uh, tampons, pads will be available to women and girls who need them. So they will be putting them in places like County Hall, Dundalk, uh, Town Hall, Dundalk Library, Drogheda Library, Dundalk Sports Centre and Lord's Stadium. So very welcome move by Loud County Council. And um, I mean, you know, there's enough shame, isn't there, around period and menstruation for women, particularly even now, even nowadays. So this added stress and worry around this is, you know, something that could be avoided and it's great to see Loud County Council on board with something like this. It really is a great initiative. So, as I say, uh, County Hall, Dundalk Town Hall, Dundalk Library, Drogheda Library and Dundalk Sports Centre and Lord Stadium are the places that you can find those. Um, I saw a really great spread in the um, paper about the Urban, the Seek Urban Arts Festival. I know we covered this on the show last week but it seems that all of the murals are more or less complete now today's probably not the best day to be walking around looking at them but if you're in Dundalk do take the time out because they are just absolutely stunning and we were chatting to Cormac Dillon of Max Signs last week and he is almost complete this large um, mural which depicts uh, the blueprint of a train built in Dundalk at Colostia Cucullin so that he that looks unbelievable looking. I mean, the skill involved. This was like a blueprint that they were shown. Now, obviously, they had to 
you know, make little modifications, but it's more or less the exact replica of this huge train that's going to be on the side here of, of, of the of the building in at Kalashta Kukulin. But it's just stunning looking. This so, so eye-catching. And uh, there's also other ones as well. There's one on the Imperial Hotel as well that was done by Studio Giftig. Um, Satanta the Boy Warrior that was done by Mr. Copy in Church Street and President Biden Mural by Aero at Bachelor's Walk as well. And apparently word has reached uh, the president, um, Biden, and he's just delighted that there's going to be a mural in the town uh, for, for him. And it's uh, it's actually really, really stunning as well. I think they're doing a couple of um, walking tours around this as well, by the way. Uh, now, I think you need to book and, and suss that out. But if you check out the Seek Arts Festival website, I'm sure you'll find it there. Doubt they're going to be doing a walking tour today. But I have to say the, it, the work that has gone into this is just unbelievable and it really is worth checking out if you're in the Dundalk area. Now getting back to the music, here's Rihanna for you. Rihanna, only girl in the world. Does your tea have to be lion's tea? Will you only ever eat Tato crisps. Well, Ireland's favourite brands have been revealed. I'm going to tell you all about that. Plus, I've got music from Miley Cyrus on the way. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's Does your tea have to be lions? Will you only eat Tato crisps? Is a Coke never Pepsi for you? Ireland's favourite brands have been revealed and probably come as no surprise. The top of the list is Cadbury's Dairy Milk. Ah, oh, look it. Don't mess with the best, you know, really. And I can see why that is number one. Tato has come in second. Little has come in third. Yeah, it's the Red Sea Brand Reaction Index for 2023 has been published and uh, the top 100 most emotionally connected brands. So Cadbury's Dairy Milk is coming in at the top there, which is very interesting. Uh, The director of uh, Red Sea said, um, we do this brand reaction Index study te- to test if a brand has a strong enough emotional connection to drive positive feelings. Our work suggests that strong emotional connections are vitally important as one of the key shortcuts to deliver brand choice. I would absolutely believe in the emotional capacity behind brands or the emotional connection behind brands because <laughs> I did an experiment when I used to work with Jerry Kelly on the late lunch about the emotional connection, <laughs> the emotional charge that that man had behind different brands and uh, (laughs) turns out he's a bit of a snob when it comes to the brands it must be a rich tea biscuit for Jerry Kelly a McVitie's rich tea biscuit do not attempt to give him a cheap Aldi biscuit except when he's blindfolded and actually guesses the wrong biscuit he thought that the Aldi biscuit was the McVitie's so that just proves the point there that he's eating with his eyes as well but there you go he had a really kind of emotional charged experience with that test you know when we blindfolded him and got him to test out his favourite brands versus the cheap versions and I have to say a lot of people are kind of a bit snobby aren't we about our brands like I only like a bachelor's bean that is, don't give me a Heinz one and definitely don't give me like, you know, the own brand supermarket bean. Oh God, no, absolutely not. I'm very snobby about coffee, like very snobby about it. Like if I go into somebody's house and I see Maxwell House, I'm just like, I'm like, no, I'm not having coffee here. 
very snobby about that. It's got to be a Nas Cafe Gold Blend or a Nas Cafe Columbia kind of coffee. It's got to be posh coffee for me. Also, it's Coca Cola, never Pepsi for me as well. So I'm wondering, are you snobby about your brands? Like, what brands will you just not tolerate at all? Like, you know, the the, the likes of maybe you're just a Heinz bean over a bachelor or maybe you're like lion's tea over Barry's or maybe it's Barry's over lion's whatever it is what is your favourite brand and are you a bit snobby about it let me know 086 1800 there's Miley Cyrus with flowers. Oh yeah, it's heated emotion on 086-1800-658. You see, I was right. There are a lot of there is a lot of emotion charged behind different brands that we like. We're talking about the types of brands that are in your house and you just will not tolerate any other brand coming in. But this is coming in on 086-1800-658. Brennan's bread, Sinead, the white slice pan, never brown, will not eat anything else in the sun bows, says a message. Jim Jim and RD has been on. He says, uh, love just the tato, tato crisps in the butties. Yeah, loving the music as well. You would run a mile from our house. Only Lion's tea bags would suit as everything is own brand. <laughs> but look, at, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, you know, saying everything uh, own brand is bad. Just like, you know, a beans. I couldn't cope with an own brand bean. Now, I could eat and I have eaten, you know, Aldi's own ketchup. That's lovely. That is lovely. Tracy does not agree with that. Uh, she says, Heinz ketchup, do not attempt to bring any other brand into this house and it belongs in the fridge as well, says Tracy. Ours is in the press and it's an Aldi brand of red sauce. It's lovely. Bramwell's or something, I think it is. Really, really nice. Um, also on the Lion's Tea, love Lion's Tea. I will know if it's anything different, says Neil. Has to be nor soup in my house. People go mad if Erin or any other brand is bought, says another message as well. Oh, they know, you see, they know when you try and sneak in other brands as well. Like my kids for ages, they were done, like they were eating Coca Pops in the morning. And then I got, you know, the Aldi version, which is no different, by the way. It's not any different. And for ages, they were going mad only because they could see the box is different. So I kept the other box and put the Aldi, you know, the just the actual cereal in the plastic bag into the Coca Pops brand. No clue. Not a clue did they have. So it's all in the head. It's all in the head a lot of this. Keep those coming in. What brands do you absolutely love and you will not tolerate any other brand of this item? Let me know. Is it just Heinz ketchup for you like Tracy? Is it the likes of Brennan's bread or something else? Let us know. 86 658 There's Walking on Cars with Speeding Cars and LMFM's 11 to 1. We are going to be talking about BodyWise now. They are a organisation that help and support people that are going through eating disorders. But they have an online support programme for uh, families as well as the person that is going through the eating disorder. We're going to be chatting to Ellen Jennings. She's Communications Officer at BodyWise. Next. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercy. 
According to a recent report by the Health Research Board, the number of admissions for eating disorders to child and adolescent inpatient units inpatient units has more than doubled in the last five years. So from 33 in 2018 to 80 in 2022. So eating disorders are a serious and complex mental health condition with increased risk of mortality. And BodyWise is the national voluntary organisation supporting people affected by eating disorders and their families in Ireland. And to date, alongside their other support services, they've supported over 3,500 members through a free online eating disorder programme since 2020. And they're going to be starting that programme up again in September. Joining me now to tell us more is Ellen Jennings. She's communications officer with BodyWise. How are you doing, Ellen? You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on, Sinead. Great to have you. Now, the statistics around admissions for eating disorders among children and teens in inpatient units, like this is alarming, Ellen. This has doubled in the last five years. What factors are contributing to this? Yeah, it is really, really concerning. And I suppose we're seeing similar increases across our own services. Um, We moved all of our services online post-COVID and we saw a doubling of attendance at a lot of our online support groups during that time and it's consistently remained high since that time. When we think of kind of what is causing this increase, there are a number of different factors um, that cause an eating disorder. Uh, We think of an eating disorder as a coping mechanism. So when things feel outside of someone's control, um, they can be more vulnerable to using an eating disorder as a, a way to kind of maintain a sense of control over their life. When we think of what happened with COVID and that Um, lack of control that people had over lots of different elements of their life. They were taken away from things that helped them to cope with their everyday life. And there was a lot of uncertainty and a change in the person's routine. So what we're seeing since COVID, really, the the impact of that, um, we're still seeing that across our services. Okay, because I was going to say, did did that cause relapse in a lot of people and did it also trigger new patients coming to you with, with eating disorders during the pandemic? Yeah, I suppose there was a couple of different ways that it might have affected someone. So I, I suppose for someone who might have already had an eating disorder and was in recovery, it made that recovery process even more difficult because there was a change in routine within maybe their, their routine um appointments that they would have been attending. There was a move to an online environment. There was a lot of uncertainty and fear around different um, elements of people's health. And so that was really difficult for people. That may have um, had an impact on their recovery. They may have relapsed um, as part of that and went through more difficult symptoms around their eating disorder. And also it might have led to more people developing an eating disorder during this time and um, so it really intensified things for people and it was a very difficult time and with eating disorders you know um, it doesn't happen overnight mm. either so I suppose these disordered behaviours might have started around that time and they're really kind of coming coming becoming more entrenched um, since then and you know the figures that you mentioned earlier about the inpatient um, admissions, that's when someone is very physically unwell and the eating disorder might have been going on for quite some time before that um, and even with these statistics it's it's likely an underestimation of the amount of people that are actually experiencing disordered behaviours around food as yes. well because this is just one, um, one data set and there's no one central database and if people haven't reached out for help yet 
they wouldn't be included in those figures. Of course, yeah. And a lot of this is, you know, as you say, it's all about control. They feel in control when they are, you know, maybe in this mind space. So they don't feel like they need help is, is, is the issue a lot of the time. And that can be the difficulty in actually getting them to, 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 to reach out for support. And do, how did it affect BodyWise Services, the pandemic? Now, I know you uh, moved most things online. Did Was that a huge upheaval and a, and a concern for you guys in terms of offering services? So I suppose the move to the online environment actually allowed us to reach a lot more people throughout okay. the country. So that meant that people in various different counties, they might have been supporting the same person, but they were all able to kind of be on that same page in terms of that support network for the person. Um, so that was really useful, the fact that we got to reach more people throughout the country. And that's, that's continued to be um, the case. We've been able to see 3,500 families through our pillar program. So that's um, an evidence-based program and for people who want to learn to support someone with an eating disorder. And people come away from that with a lot of practical skills and more of an understanding of the functions that the eating disorder serves for their person. Um, and, you know, it's, it's very individual and different from person to person. So it's about learning how it's functioning for the person in your life um, and how you can support them to develop other coping mechanisms that they can use um, to move away from the control that the eating disorder has over them, really, in a sense. Yeah, because, uh, you know, so often the focus of care is directed solely, say, on the person battling the eating disorder, but it can have this, you know, huge devastating effect on the family as a whole. So something like this programme is really, really beneficial. Tell us a little bit more about it. And uh, you mentioned that you some of the coping mechanisms there, but what can people take away from something like this? Yeah, so the Pillar programme is a free four-week programme and it's, there's a new programme starting up in September. And what happens is that the group goes through a, a number of different elements from week to week. Um, so it would address the, the fundamentals of understanding the eating disorder and also provide that structured help and support for families with very specific um, specific problems when it comes to supporting their person. Um, and so they come away with a lot of practical skills that they can implement and um, use to support their person and to understand the difficult emotions that might come up for the person, how to engage in a conversation with the person and be an active uh, listener. Things like meal times, managing mm-hmm. at home, with routines, different behaviours and triggers, um, and then looking towards that recovery element and coping with relapse and lapses in recovery. Um, And I suppose people come away from it with a different understanding of the function that the eating disorder serves for the person. And there's also an opportunity at the end of each session to ask specific questions that might be going on in your um, life with our uh, psychotherapist, Harriet Parsons, who's also our uh, training and development manager who runs that programme. Oh, fantastic. And and in terms of, you know, what stage of, you know, the disorder does does the, the person who's going to maybe apply for to, to help in a course like this need to be at? Like, are you talking about an early diagnosis? Is this early intervention or, you know, is it suitable for somebody that is kind of gotten a definitive diagnosis? So the person doesn't need a diagnosis to avail of this support programme at all. So there will be a mix of people who are already in treatment, people who might be concerned about someone, but they haven't had that conversation with them yet. 
and um, it's all about learning about the eating disorder and how to how to cope and support anyone at any stage um, with that so the person doesn't need a diagnosis and we would see many different age groups and family members siblings partners um various different different people who want to learn how to support someone so there's no set kind of criteria for yeah. um, someone to, to avail of the programme. OK, and you don't need to be somebody that's like in, as you say, the Body Wise services already or known to you already? No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. You're welcome to reach out um, and their email address to sign up for the Pillar programme mm-hmm. is P-I-L-A-R at bodywise.ie. But if they get in touch via any of our support services, we can direct them to that. Fantastic. And in terms of the signs, you know, or spotting behaviour, I mean, is there any sort of clear indications of when someone should be kind of getting worried about, you know, behaviour that they see at home, particularly among younger children? Yeah, I suppose if you have any sort of a sense at all, there's no harm in like looking for more information and reaching out for support or talking things through. And when we think about how the eating disorder affects someone, it can affect their thinking, Mm -hmm. their behaviour, it can affect them physically and also it can affect that um, behavioural and thinking pattern aspect So, and the emotional aspect. So that might look on the surface of certain behaviours around food, maybe excessive exercise, avoiding social situations, a change in personality or mood, not interested in things that they previously would have been interested in and just more of a kind of a, an internal focus on different um thoughts that might be coming up for the person. So really the behaviours we see on the surface are a symptom of that inner turmoil that's going on for a person. So at any point, you know, reaching out for any sort of information or even if you're not sure if it's an eating disorder, you're more than welcome to reach out and talk things through and we can kind of talk through next steps and and find posts to support. And, you know, whilst obviously an eating disorder is devastating for the person going through it and their families, there are hugely positive outcomes like you have seen people fully recover and rebuild their lives. Yeah, that's it. Recovery is absolutely possible from an eating disorder. And I suppose the person develops alternative coping skills throughout the process of recovery that they will bring with them throughout the rest of their life as well. And so... um, it's really important that the person um, gets the support and treatment that they need. And with eating disorders, early intervention is really important for yeah. the, the um, most successful chance at recovery. And um, when it's caught early, it often doesn't require as intensive of a treatment process. And so that's an, that's an important aspect if you're concerned about someone to really reach out for help as soon as possible and with any of any of the, the symptoms that you might be noticing. Fantastic. Well, Ellen, I think it's a great idea. The programme is going to do an awful lot of good for people. I thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Not at all. Thanks so much, Sinead. Thanks a million. So the next Pillar programme for family members, parents and carers, it's starting on Thursday, September 14th and it runs from 7 to 9pm. So you can find out more P-I-L-A-R at bodywise.ie. Bodywise.ie, by the way, is the main website. They also have a new resource, Eating Disorders, a guide for families as well, which you can find on the website also. And they have a helpline number for anybody. So that is 01... 2107906 so 0121107906 oh, 11 oh,
Got music from Fleetwood Mac on the way, but first it's time to go back in time. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day in 1976, Nadia Comaneci, she was 14, she becomes the first gymnast in Olympic Games history to score a perfect 10 score. She did so seven times at the Montreal Games. And today is International Nelson Mandela Day. Yes, the man uh, who is lauded for leading the, cha- the charge to put an end to apartheid in South Africa went on to serve as president of South Africa for five years as well. He's an inspiration to all who knew him and a hero for the ages. So today really kind of reminds us about his life and his great work. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Back with everywhere, want to wish a very happy 29th wedding anniversary today to Raymond and Tina Bias. They're in Tenor County Lade. Congratulations that's coming in from your three children, Yvonne, Sinead and Simon. Not forgetting your grandson, Mason, as well. So hope you're having a fantastic day. Also want to wish a happy anniversary to Peter and Marie Walsh from Clotterhead coming in from John and Pauline Conlon in Ballamacenies. Thank you so much for sending those in. We were talking about brands that you just love, that you have an emotional connection with. Sandra and Kel says Hellman's mayonnaise and chef sauce Sinead, most essential in our house. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm with you on the Hellman's mayonnaise, but I again, I have tried the Aldeone brand, Sandra. It's just as good, I'm telling you now. Uh, one of mine loves Hellman's. I got one from Aldi. He said it was disgusting. Hellman's is finished. I put the Aldi one into the Hellman's bottle. Not a problem. You see, Sandra? (laughs) Breege is after. Breege is after. Just proving my point. I wonder if we put it in a different bottle, would you cop at all? Sinead, I did that with the Aldi ketchup, put it in the Heinz bottle for ages, then they caught me and I said they're eating it for months and they didn't know the difference. Yes! Brilliant. I love that. I love the covert operations that's going on. Little it needs must. Do you know what I mean? Like things are dear. We need to we need to adapt as we see fit. Absolutely. Uh, do keep those coming in 086-1800-658. Now, still to come, during the pandemic lockdowns, our gardens became a sanctuary. We're going to be discussing the enduring legacy of garden appreciation with Katie Mee. She's curator of a unique so- summer garden auction that is happening this week in Cavan. We'll chat to her after 12. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Choose Mercedes Benz Kings Court. The best in motoring here for you. There's a new movie about the life and times of Bob Marley. I'll give you all the details of that after Hadaway. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. You are listening to LMFM's 11 to 1. Hideaway, what is love? Kicking off our second hour, Sinead Brazel here with you. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. I love hearing about new movies, particularly movies about legends. And there's another one coming out in January 2024. And this time the legend in focus is Bob Marley. So it's called Bob, Bob Marley One Love and it celebrates the life and music of an icon who inspired generations. So it was produced in partnership with the Marley family which is always good you like to have that stamp of approval by the family starring uh, Kingsley Ben Adir as the legendary musician and Lashana Lynch as his wife Rita so it's going to be open
opening in January 2024. Here's a little taster from the trailer for you. You like German too? Oh, you want to start? From the beginning. Reggae is a people music. People coming together. Ooh, yeah. You know you're a superstar. All right. I'm a superstar. I wanna jam it with you. We can do it There's a war going on. You can't separate the music and the message. Cause every day we pay the price. And what is the message? Peace. Oh, life is worth much more than gold. Bob, they try to kill you and your wife. And now you're choosing to return to Jamaica to play a peace concert? Don't you fear for your life? So we gonna walk. Looks really, really good. Uh, as I say, Bob Marley, One Love, and you can check the teaser trailer out. I was just Googling that um, main actor there, Kinsley Benadier, who is playing uh, Bob Marley. He was in, people might know, he played the pathologist Marcus in Vera. He also was in uh, the second season of Netflix series, The the, the OA. I don't, don't, don't think I looked at that at all. I think he was in Peaky Blinders as well, but kind of like a minor character. And he starred as Malcolm X as well in a film One Night in Miami uh, which was released in 2020. So I'd say he's on the cusp of superstardom. He looks incredible in this and as you can hear there sounds really just brilliant in this as well. It looks really, really good. That is coming out next year. Now for some more celeb news for you. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Chris Pratt is getting ready for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 to be released on Disney+. If you didn't get a chance to see the movie in the cinema, you'll be able to watch it on the first week of August. Chris has been talking about being the first Marvel character to use the F-bomb. Here's what he said. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 unleashes MCU's first F-bomb. That is right. Uh, I have the distinguished honor of being the only Marvel Cinematic Universe character to drop an F-bomb. I think a lot of people have been trying for years. I know I certainly have, but one made it into the movie. Lindsay Lohan has announced the birth of her first child. She had a son on Monday. Her on-screen mother in Freaky Friday, Jamie Lee Curtis, posted her delight. Here's what she said. Magic Monday. My movie daughter just made me a movie grandmother. Blessings to Lindsay and Badair for the birth of Louis. Ashton Kutcher has been talking about pushing Diddy into running a marathon. He in turn ratted himself. Kutcher gave us an update if they'll ever do it together. You inspired Diddy to run the New York City Marathon and then you ran it last year. What are the chances of the two of you running a marathon together in the future? My bucket list was to run a marathon, not to become a marathon runner. So the likelihood of the two of us running a marathon together is very low. I did call Diddy 
days before I ran and I asked him what his time was because I wanted to be sure that I shattered his time, but 10 years later, as in I was 10 years older than him when I ran it and I still shattered his time. So I just want to be clear about that. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Not competitive at all. More Buzz with Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on on The Drive. Now back to the music. I will remember how you kissed me Under the lamppost back on 6th Street Hearing you whisper through the phone Wait for me to come home Ed Sheeran with Photograph. Now, during the pandemic, when we navigated the challenges of lockdown, one thing became very clear. Our gardens became sanctuaries, an escape from the confines of our four walls and that it seems that sanctuary and that appreciation of the garden has continued we're going to be chatting about this with Katie Mee she's curating a very interesting auction uh, that Victor Mee Auction House are doing uh, today and tomorrow it's all uh, to do with summer gardens and uh, you want to see some of the lots that are in this absolutely stunning we're going to be chatting to Katie next The 11 to 1 show over the past year or two, as the world navigated the challenges of the pandemic, one thing became clear. Our gardens became sanctuaries and escaped from the confines of our houses. And although we are post-pandemic, that appreciation for our garden has continued. So if you're hoping to spruce up the garden uh, with, with a one-of-a-kind one piece, then Victor Me Auctions Summer Garden Sale might be of interest. It's happening this week. Joining me now to discuss is the curator of the auction, Katie Me from Victor Me Auction Rooms. They're in Cavan how are you getting on Katie? Very well thank you I'm good cheers. Now we uh, no doubt about it Katie but the garden became so important to us during the pandemic I think everybody just developed green fingers all over the place from all the work that went on and this is something that is continuing which is great news. Yeah oh definitely I mean even I find myself I love being in the garden as, as much as I can um, and we at Victory Auctions um, believe that even more so um, at our at our own garden cell that is happening today and tomorrow evening. Yes, very exciting stuff. And you know, I saw as well that people got like really creative. Like you had everything from outdoor rooms, outdoor bars. People even created as well. Yeah, definitely. And I think we've uh, definitely gone with that sort of idea that people just want something different, quirky. Um, so for us, definitely this auction is sort of basically like an interior cell for your the, for the exterior of your home. Um, we have everything and everything that suits all budgets as well, which is, you know, really important. Um, lovely little sort of piglets, um, hares, bronze statues. Um, planters, troughs, all sorts of models of animals that I suppose you could put hidden in your in your garden as like little surprises jumping out at you here and there. Oh, they're stunning. I was on the website earlier on and actually we posted a picture of these gorgeous, uh, this gorgeous sculpture, bronze sculpture of apple tree pickers that is uh, one of the lots there on our Twitter if people want to suss it out. But you have a real treasure trove there. Everything from, as you say, sculptures to the larger things. Talk to me about the high-end things now because you have some stunning bigger pieces on offer here yeah so we have um i mean even you were talking about sort of the apple pickers that would still be sort of a larger high-end piece yeah. um, a lovely collection as well of exceptional contemporary bronze statues that 
if your garden is sort of small but you still want that impact, um, one of those lovely statues would really sort of benefit a small space, which I think is also important because we don't all have massive yards and ma- massive you know, land around us. Yeah, that's really interesting as you say that because this would now have the, 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 the curtains twitching and the neighbours peering over the fence at something like this. And as you say, it could totally work in a, in a smaller garden. Exactly. So there's also one thing that's been another piece that springs to mind as well is a really kind of beautiful uh, female water feature. She's sort of holding a bowl. Yes, um, stunning. Two little birds. And I think also water, the trickle of water just screams tranquility to me and Mm. calmness. And I think no matter what our life is doing, it's always going to be a little bit stressful. So I think also as well that the garden space is a place that we can unwind and relax um, in a very kind of freeing space. Yeah, it totally is. And like you say, I, that the, the idea of a water feature, some people have them and you notice it. It's the first thing you notice as soon as, as you go out to the garden. It is that real kind of tranquility, as you say. And that piece that you're talking about is absolutely stunning. It's really yeah. dramatic, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's absolutely gorgeous. But you also have something uh, that people might have their eye on, something maybe uh, for a larger garden. You have a stunning French gazebo. Yes. Oh, I think uh, yeah. I mean, that is I, that is one that I would I would love to have in a space myself um, <laughs> because like my husband Brian me actually put it all up as well. Uh, took him quite a bit of time. With, I was going to say fair play to him. This yeah, isn't an IKEA yeah, flat pack, you know. Not totally on his own. There was other people there helping him out, but um, I mean, it, it is a full complete. It has uh, the the stone floor and the columns, and then sort of the metal sort of raw iron. Um, top to it so I mean we've we put a garden we've actually put a garden table inside there yeah. for the viewing and it just looks it looks stunning um, again sort of I can also imagine sort of after time depending on what garden it goes into but having sort of flowers creeping up it as yeah. well um, we and this make- will last like this is yeah. not you know this is really really solid like this is going to last the test of time and it's going to be one yeah. of those things that's going to be in the pride and joy in a garden it really is yeah. magnificent looking and to be honest the more it's settles in a space it'll only look and become better um, with with age so definitely yeah and is there anything else then that has caught your eye in regards to this because you have curated this you have gone out searching for all of these fantastic lots to have on on display in the auction so is there anything that you're like oh that's really now the piece to resistance aside Um, from the, the gazebo of course. Uh, well, it's not just myself. So it's with a team, my husband, Brian Me, and Victor Me of Victory Auctions. Um, so all of us together. This has sort of been a year in the making. So we do wow. a garden sell every year. Um, so we sort of have slowly started to get these pieces um, together to really make an impact. Um, but also choosing pieces that are a diverse range of tastes and budgets um, that kind of just can maybe hopefully create a beautiful retreat um, for the outside space. So in terms of sort of that concept, the Buddha statue um, really kind of spoke to me, I think, just because the tranquility and the the sense of calm that it brings. um, I just imagine sort of sitting out in my garden with a cup of tea, um, just kind of looking at it and going, starting my day right. Um, I I love dining. I love feeding people. So definitely the raw iron and hand foot garden table and chairs in the Aristotle definitely um, oh, yeah, I caught saw my as eye well. yeah stunning so comfortable um, and as again they would just stand the test of time I mean 
you wouldn't even have to move them in. You know, you could just keep them there all day and every day and they'd just be there ready to go. Um, Which is, then, that's that's a, an added bonus because like you say, you don't want to be hawking furniture around, you know what I mean? Yeah, you want to be able to have something that, that stays there. And as you mentioned there, you know, you're some, there is something here for every budget. So people who are kind of going, oh, look, I'd like something nice, but, you know, I don't know, if, I don't want to go huge on, on budget. You have smaller items and more kind of budget friendly ones. We certainly do. Um, I mean, there's these really cute hand-painted uh, piglets that are sitting actually in a in a planter there. I think estimated sixty to one twenty. So you know, it's little things that you might want to put in your garden just just to highlight it a wee bit in your flower bed or yeah. just sort of creeping around a corner. Just something that when you're sitting there and enjoying that space, that you can kind of just um, let your imagination float float away with you, I suppose, um, and creating that sort of that tranquility that I think we all need in oh we don't need totally do we do and nobody else is going to have this in their garden let me tell you uh, but tell us a little bit about the curating process Katie I'm fascinated by this where do you hunt out some of these treasures um, so I suppose we I mean we get a call from somebody that has items that they would like to sell so a lot of time sort of Victor and Shirley me um, would generally sort of go off and look at the stuff and then kind of come back and we will have a chat and to see what is there and whether we want to take it in or not and whether it would be suitable um, we host auctions throughout the year so we do kind of find that you know different items that we take in we, we would save for different auctions mm-hmm. of when you know when the right stuff comes out um, and it's just sort of you know going around the country um, talking to people obviously people know who we are so a lot of time things come to us yeah because um, you know, that's what we do you know even being in Cavan um, the space that we're in we're fortunate enough that the online sort of business and, and the online you know the fact that we are hosting ourselves online yeah um, and promote the auction there that anybody and everybody it's accessible to anybody and everybody to find and and look at our stuff so that has really helped us um and also has helped us sourcing because we've got to know you know people got to know the name of victimese um and therefore bring you know bring things to us and and get in touch and send us photos that's and that, handy and that's how we start yeah yeah and like you say you know they, like i think you know like people might be kind of you know selling these things on for whatever reason or whatever it might be happening but like you say there's a real treasure to be discovered it must be very interesting when you come across these really like stunning one-of-a-kind pieces but does it surprise you then when a lot goes on uh, say for more than you expected so like if there was an intense bidding going on and you're going gosh that's gotten like more uh, (laughs) of an interest than we expected Yes, that, that's when certainly my my adrenaline kicks in and that little heartbeat <laughs> goes pumping just from pure excitement. Yeah. Um, because it, it is wonderful to see um, a piece kind of, um, you know, the price go a little bit outrageous. But I thought at the same time with, with certain things as well, like like the gazebo, that is a one-off piece. So oh, yeah. you're not really going to find it again. So I think if you really want something and and, you, and it catches your eye and, you know, and obviously you can't afford it, yeah. then, you know, um, people will, if they love it, they'll go for it, you know. They really um, will. Yeah. And like you say, you want something that's going to be last in the test of time and mm-hmm. the pieces in this definitely will. They definitely will. Yeah. So the auction is ongoing today and tomorrow. People can view the lots online, yeah? Yeah, so our website, www.victimeauctions.ie, um, the full catalogue is to be online. Um, loads of photos, as many as we've sort of been able to do for each lot, full descriptions, the measurements and obviously the estimates. We are starting live online today at six o'clock, um, mm-hmm. again through our website. Um, you can register to bid live and you can also leave bids through our website. And then we're going up to lot 3.50 today and then we start again tomorrow at six o'clock 
um, lot 351 to the end. So just close to 700 lots will be selling wow. over the next two days. Okay, so busy time for you, but Very I can see oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see there's going to be a huge interest in these pieces. They're absolutely stunning. Katie, thank you so much for chatting to us today about this. Thank you so much for having us on. Really appreciate it. Thanks a million. Katie Me there from Victor Me Auctions. I highly recommend that you check it out. Even if you're like me and you just want to kind of have a little bit of a fantasy moment where you're like, oh, imagine that amazing French gazebo in my garden. Stunning. But there will be people out there that can, that can afford this stuff. Uh, so it's happening today and tomorrow as Katie says they're starting at 6pm and you can check out all the details at victormeauctions.ie The 11 to 1 show Tune in to Ours to Protect there's Lyra, she's our select Irish with her track You. Now getting back to your messages about brands very shortly, but first it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Gosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. Mead Local Sports Partnership are recruiting an office administrator for one year maternity cover. The position is aligned to local authority grade four. The candidate must have a recognised appropriate third level qualification and be proficient in Microsoft Office. The full job description is available to view on lmfm.ie. You can email mary.murphy at meadcoco.ie if you're interested. And the City Bin Company requires HGV drivers for their Dublin team to apply for this email careers at citybin.com. Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on the local job section lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes, backed by Gosh Energy. For gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation, visit localheroes.ie. Earlier on in the show, we were talking about Ireland's favourite brands and number one on the list was Cadbury's Dairy Milk and judging from the messages, everyone has their own particular favourite when it comes to brands and there's a lot of emotion around brands, I'm going to say. Uh, so Somebody giving out to me about putting the um, ketchup in the press. The press? Come on, Sinead, what are you doing? I know, look, I, I do keep the ketchup in the press. This is a controversial topic. There's a lot of fridge versus press when it comes to ketchup. Ours goes in the press, right? I know other people who put them in the fridge, but I, I don't like the coldness of the ketchup. And I don't really mind. It can be any ketchup. I will have an Aldi ketchup. I'm not a Heinz ketchup kind of person or anything like that. Um, Nothing but Barry's tea here, says Billy the painter. Oh, listen, it's a great day for the painting. Hopefully you're indoors, Billy, with regards to that. Yeah, again, I'm not that fussy on the tea, you know. I will have Aldi's select range tea, no bother. I'll have an own brand tea. I'll actually hang on a minute. I might not have like an own brand tea bag, maybe. But there's like, it's not, it's not Aldi. It's like, um, oh, I can't think of the name of the tea now. But it's like the cheaper brand of tea that you can get in Aldi. It's like a reserve something or other. That is grand, you know. But you know the nondescript boxes that are just white. <laughs> and they don't, it's like the, oh, the supermarket's own brand of tea. No, I'm not going to have that, you know. Uh, what else we got? Club Orange. I'm obsessed with it. I will know. If it's any other orange, particularly if it's Country Spring, says Becca. Oh, Country Spring. Now, that is bringing me right back. They, they were the huge, like, they came in, like, the three litre. Is they still on the go, are they? The Country Spring. You'd know the pennies were being pinched if Country Spring came into a house. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, no. Definitely, I wouldn't be a fan of the country spring, I'm afraid, now either. Controversial, says this message. I don't like Tato. Only cheese and onion, King Crisps. There's another one that'll start a war again as well. Tato versus King. It's not a war I want to venture into, but thank you so much for sending that in. Also, mine is Cadbury's Fruit and Nut. Ah, now, come on. There's always one weirdo who'll have a fruit and nut. You're right there somewhere. You're after besting in here. Also, Cadbury's Caramel. Okay, I'll go for that. Tea, I go for Barry's Tea because I love, uh, I do love use Lion's Tea as well, but the tea bags, oh, she used to like uh, Lion's Tea, but the tea bags burst in the teapot, so Barry's are the best for that. Okay, and would you take out a teapot now for just one person? That's another thing. Do people do that? Not for one, surely, unless you're planning on having a couple of cups of tea. My husband always, uh, he loves to just, you know, mock me when I bring the tea, the teapot out. <laughs> when there's more than one person there, the teapot comes out and I have a collection of them. I love them. Love a good teapot. Whatever you do, don't wash a teapot. Isn't that just a quick rinse? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do keep them coming in. Oh, when it comes to soup, Tesco's only. Okay, so somebody going Tesco only brand for soup. We had a Nora soup earlier on. Keep those coming. 86 658 that woman has yet to release a bad song. There she is, Pink with Trustfall on LMFM's 11 to 1. Tareen has been on the, uh, non-brands and most stuff, but Barry's Tea, Nescafe Coffee, yeah, yeah, Cadbury's Chocolate, and then to rectify the chalky, it has to be Colgate Toothpaste. Yeah, I will go for branded toothpaste, all right, like Colgate. You've reminded me about that one. Nescafe Coffee, I did mention I am a bit of a coffee snob now. It has to be sort of a proper brand. My mother was loose tea all the way. Barry's Gold Blend. She said tea bags is only the dude from the floor. <laughs> okay. Uh, Barry's Tea, Mars Bar and Pacatato. These brands are important to Trevor McCabe as well. Um Tesco tea bags only and Tesco coffee. doesn't matter, you know, forget about the labels. Ursula and Dundalk. Okay, yeah, we'll see people. You see, have we developed poor man taste buds as well? That's what I'm going to ask. <laughs> you know, when <laughs> someone said this to me before, I had given them, I think it was like, it probably wasn't like a Lion's tea. It was probably just like one of these normal own brand teas. And I was like, it's lovely, she wouldn't taste the difference. And they'd say, they said to me, ah, oh, Sinead, you've developed poor man taste buds. The 11 to 1 show. There's the cores run away on LMFM's 11 to 1. I think I've got time for one more. We squeeze this one and we will. Here's Nelly Furtado for you. I'm like a bird. Nelly Furtado, I'm like a bird. On tomorrow's show, I'm going to be meeting the Dunshockland dance crew. They are bringing back Mead's Got Talent. We're going to be finding out more about that and lots more on tomorrow's show. That is my lot for today. Thank you so much for your company. I'm going home to just stare at the rain out the window I'll chat to you tomorrow the 11 to 1 show